The Book of Hebrews, Chapter 12 Surrounded then as we are by these serried ranks of witnesses, let us strip off everything that hinders us, as well as the sin which dogs our feet, and let us run the race that we have to run with patience, our eyes fixed on Jesus, the source and the goal of our faith. For he himself endured a cross, and thought nothing of its shame, because of the joy he knew would follow his suffering. And he is now seated at the right hand of God's throne. Think constantly of him enduring all that sinful men could say against him, and you will not lose your purpose or your courage. After all, your fight against sin has not yet meant the shedding of blood, and you have perhaps lost sight of that piece of advice which reminds you of your sonship in God. My son, regard not lightly the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art reproved of him. For whom the Lord loveth he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Bear what you have to bear as chastening, as God's dealing with you as sons. No true son ever grows up uncorrected by his father. For if you had no experience of the correction which all sons have to bear, you might well doubt the legitimacy of your sonship. After all, when we were children we had fathers who corrected us, and we respected them for it. Can we not much more readily submit to the discipline of the father, of men's souls, and learn how to live? For our fathers used to correct us according to their own ideas during the brief days of childhood. But God corrects us for our own benefit, so that we may share in his holiness. Now obviously no chastening seems pleasant at the time. It is in fact most unpleasant. Yet when it is all over, we can see that it has quietly produced the fruit of real goodness in the characters of those who have accepted it. So tighten your loosening grip and steady your trembling knees. Keep your feet on a steady path, so that the limping foot does not collapse but recovers strength. Let it be your ambition to live at peace with all men, and to achieve holiness, without which no man shall see the Lord. Be careful that none of you fails to respond to the grace of God, for if he does there can spring up in him a bitter spirit which can poison the lives of many others. Be careful too that none of you falls into impurity or loses his reverence for the things of God, like Esau, who sold his birthright for a single meal. Remember how afterwards when he wanted to have the blessing which was his birthright, he was refused. He never afterwards found the way of repentance, though he sought it desperately and with tears. You have not had to approach things which your senses could experience as they did in the old days, flaming fire, black darkness, rushing wind, and out of it a trumpet blast, a voice speaking human words. So terrible was that voice that those who heard it begged and prayed that it might say no more. For what it had already commanded was more than they could bear, that, if even a beast touched this mountain, it must be stoned, so fearful was the spectacle that Moses cried out, I am terrified and tremble. No, you have been allowed to approach the true Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have drawn near to the countless angelic army, the assembly of the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have drawn near to God, the judge of all, to the souls of good men made perfect, and to Jesus, mediator of a new agreement, to that cleansing blood which tells a better story than the blood of Abel. So be sure you do not refuse to hear the voice that speaks. For if they who refuse to hear those who speak to them on earth did not escape, how little chance of escape is there for us if we refuse to hear the one who speaks from heaven? Then his voice shook the earth, but now he promises, Yet once more will I make to tremble, not the earth only, but also the heaven. That means that in this final shaking, all that is impermanent will be removed, that is, everything that is merely made, and only the unshakable things will remain. Since then we have been given a kingdom that is unshakable. Let us serve God with thankfulness in the ways which please him, but always with reverence and holy fear. For it is perfectly true that our God is a burning fire.